Welcome to the Not Old Better Show Fitness Friday edition. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 430. Today's show is brought to you by Bomba's Socks. Our show today is part of our Fitness Friday series, and it's another great one in our Fitness Friday programs. We'll be hearing from returning guest Sabrina Joe. On the Fitness Friday program, we talk with Sabrina Joe about exercise and fitness, but with the new year, our New Year's resolutions, there are many new trends to help keep us on track with those worthy resolutions. We'll be talking to Sabrina Joe about these trends, which are distinct from fads, a trend being a general development or change in a situation, and a fad being defined as a fashion that is taken up with great enthusiasm for a brief period. I love speaking with Sabrina Joe, the American Council on Exercise, that's ACE, fitness director of science and research content because of her research orientation. Research, fact-based analysis, and outcomes orientation is critical to our Not Old Better Show audience. You know, I spent considerable time researching the 2020 fitness trends for older adults, and today on the Fitness Friday Show, we'll hear from Sabrina Joe about wearable technology, the HIT program, that's H-I-I-T for high intensity interval training, health and wellness coaching, exercise as medicine, and much more. Fads? No. And trends? Yes. And the trends identified could predictably appear for several years as all of us in the Not Old Better Show audience age better. And when the industry compares those historical results. Likewise, fads may appear, but they may drop off the list in subsequent years because they're fashionable, but don't have that staying power we in the Not Old Better Show audience embrace. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show via internet phone, Ace Fitness Director of Science and Research Content, Sabrina Joe. Sabrina Joe, Happy New Year and Happy January. <laughs> it's great to talk to you. Hi, Paul. It's good to be back. Happy New Year. It's been a few months since we chatted. <laughs> it has. Yeah, yeah. And I know you're always super busy, and I want to talk about kind of a January New Year's subject today uh, to just add to your busy schedule. Well, let's talk about fitness trends for 2020. Love it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, good. So tell us, what's your big prediction for older adults and fitness in uh, in 2020? Two things have been on my mind uh, about this topic, and that's, first, I think we're going to see the introduction of more training programs that focus on neuromotor exercise. And by neuromotor, I just mean balanced training types of activities and also activities that involve not only balance and strength, but cognitive abilities at the same time. So what I mean by that is imagine you're standing on one foot because you're trying to improve your balance, which is fine. It's great. Um, but also then you start to move other parts of your bodies, like doing different arm reaches or moving your legs in different directions while still standing on that one foot. And then we add the cognitive, another layer of cognitive ability, which is now you're being asked to, recite a poem or sing a song or have a conversation or <laughs> or even catch a ball and toss it back. So I think those types of fun, engaging neuromotor activities will start to be seen more frequently in fitness programs for older adults. 
that is really neat. So it's kind of this idea of the combination of movement with kind of firing your brain kind of trains maybe a, a, a whole body approach. Is that a way of kind of thinking about this? Yeah, yeah. It's that the mind-body integration and mm-hmm. as you know, with your lovely wife doing all the dance that she does, dance is also a great way to <laughs> uh-huh. uh, to incorporate those elements too. And that that was my first prediction. My second prediction is that we're going to see both with older adults and just with exercisers in general, more of an introduction or an acceptance of this idea of coaching. Um, So if you hire an exercise professional to help you reach your fitness goals or health goals, you are also going to get with that uh, a greater frequency of coaching where we're really targeting behaviors um, outside of uh, the training sessions. So trying to really help you make those healthy choices and empower you to make those healthy choices through skills um, that, that mimic what you might, uh, get Mm. in, in coaching. I love that. That's really great. So look for a a certified fitness professional that might have a broad array of training. doesn't have to necessarily be older adult training, but it has to maybe include some dance or maybe some cognitive training, or maybe even some, um, motor skill or, or balance kind of orientation. Is that, is that kind of a way you might you might focus your your efforts around hiring a fitness professional? Yeah, I think that's great. I think those are some really uh, important questions to ask your potential mm-hmm. exercise mm-hmm. professional. Yeah. Mhm. Good. Good. Well, um speaking of my wife, speaking of Gretchen and and it, and it's true, it's really true, you know, that her fitness and dance classes that are geared towards older adults are some of the most uh, active. And she now, Gretchen is now wearing uh, a an, an Apple Watch because she uses the Apple Watch for, she actually uses it for music. She can uh, actually pace the music via the Apple Watch and Bluetooth. It's really kind of cool. But what she's really using it for is for fitness tracking within the dance classes. And so she's encouraging all of the adults to do that too with Apple Watches. And this whole idea of wearable technology and fitness is just, it seems to be booming, seems to be everywhere. And so what's kind of new there? What do you see kind of as the trend emerging around wearable technology? I love this question because these wearable technology devices started out mainly as ways to track your steps. Uh, So similar to pedometers Um, and they've become so much more advanced and what I like about mine, I, I have an Apple Watch as well, and not only do they, they, they help track my movement and they give me some, some calorie estimates for all the activities that I do, but the other thing that I love about it is it ties into the concept of the whole behavior change theory where my Apple Watch will remind me to get up and move if I haven't moved um, in an hour or so. It will remind me um, to pause and take a deep breath just to be more mindful if I <laughs> throughout my day because mindfulness is something that's really starting to get some traction in the, the mental health space. And um, it also monitors sleep. So these are health behaviors 
that contribute to the whole person. And I, I really like that not only can you track fitness, but you can also track these other types of uh, health metrics as well. Hey, it's me, Paul, and we'll be right back with our Fitness Friday guest, Sabrina Joe, and the 2020 fitness trends. But I have a question for you. How often do you think about your socks? If you're like I used to be, not much, I'm sure, but I recently discovered socks that changed the way I'll think about socks forever. They're called Bombas. <laughs> I love the music, and I love the brand name, and I love the butterfly logo, and I love what the company stands for. Let me tell you about Bombas socks. They are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. That's a long history. Bombas socks are made from super soft, natural cotton, and every pair comes with arch support, a seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed that's comfy, but not too thick. I'm wearing a pair of Bombas grippers right now. Bombas makes socks called the grippers. Bombas makes the grippers for men and women. The gripper part of the socks are made from ultra-thin, environmentally friendly PVC that will help you stay put if you're rushing around on wood floors at home. Remember that Tom Cruise dance sock slide scene from Risky Business done to Bob Seger's old-time rock and roll? It was a great scene. Well, with Bomba's grippers, you won't slide like Tom Cruise. The point is that for not old Better Show audience, you won't slide when wearing the socks on slick floors. That is safe sock wearing. But there are lots of colors, patterns, lengths, and styles in addition to the grippers. Bombas look great in the gym, at the office, and out on the town. I will tell you from experience on my feet, Bombas are what feet daydream about. And this is the really cool part about the Bombas sock company that I mentioned and what they stand for. Every pair of Bombas socks purchased results in a pair being donated to those in need. So you can look good and feel good. Not old Better Show audience love to give back. Here's a chance to do that. Buy your Bombas at bombas.com slash not old better. We'll put all this in the show notes, but Buy those socks today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash not old better for 20% off. Remember, bombas dot com slash not old better. And now back to our Fitness Friday guest, Sabrina Joe and the 2020 Fitness Trends. Now, something else that I wanted to talk to you about, I want to jump into maybe some physical kind of exercise trends because we've talked about HIT before, this high-intensity interval training uh, acronym, HIT, H-I-I-T. We've talked about that previously, but it seems like that might even be going through some changes. Is there anything new there with HIT? And, and tell us why that's so important again. Remind us of that. Yeah, the high-intensity interval training programs are varied. I mean, you could go into... 10 different fitness clubs and have 10 different experiences <laughs> and uh -huh. the, even with the same name of the program, but what we're finding and what the evidence is starting to show is that the high intensity inter interval training, which just means performing very short, intent bout, intense bouts of activity followed by um, a, a slightly longer bout of rest or recovery. And then, then you do that high intensity bout again and that's repeated for several minutes. And what we're finding is it's the intensity of exercise that really brings about those metabolic changes, health changes um, that people are looking for when they think of all the 
those wonderful benefits you get from exercise. And the reason that's important is because when you compare that HIT programming to the the longer duration, like the 30 minutes or 60 minutes of cardio, for example, walking, when when you compare those two types of activities, the HIT and the the longer duration aerobic activities, we're finding that the benefits are are very similar. So if you could get in exercise and it was only, let's say, 10 or 15 minutes out of your day versus 60 minutes of a, a walking type of workout, then of course, those of us that are pressed for time might want to look at that more efficient mode. So it's it's here to stay. I think the research on this is going to continue. I think we're going to find more and more wonderful things out about it. And there's always going to be this, this caveat that it, it always depends on the person. You know, someone might not like to perform real high intensity exercise, and that's okay. They don't have to. <laughs> um, then, then the HIT programming might not be the right choice for you if you're that kind of individual. Um, and also, some people might not be able to tolerate it as well as others. And by that, I mean people with long-term chronic health conditions, although we are seeing some very positive benefits from people with obesity, with type 2 diabetes, with metabolic syndrome, who do the HIT programming. We are seeing very positive results from those. So there probably are just as many people saying, yes, everyone should do HIT, as those who are saying, hold on, let's be more cautious. And I think that's because we just don't have enough evidence yet. But but we are seeing a lot of research in that area. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, we'll 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 revisit that one. I think that that's important. I think this this idea of integration throughout our our own bodies is important. Seems like the other trend that I spotted that I wanted to ask you about is this more of a trend to bring in your primary care physician. And you mentioned this idea of uh, our ability to tolerate uh, hit and and maybe if we have some chronic health conditions, we need to we need to bring that. Uh, really to bear in terms of our exercise routine and our exercise practice. But the the doctor is really key to this too. And and I'm sure you're you you I know you well, you're all about making sure to um, talk to your physician and uh, be mindful of what it is that you can and can't do. But it seems like physicians are even offering some uh, almost a physical assessment. And um, there might even be some treatment recommendations that really we as exercisers, members of a class or potentially hiring a fitness professional, we need to make sure and tell our doctor what's going on and then tell our fitness trainer how we've discussed this with our doctor. That back and forth seems really critical, that integration. That is so important. And I, I do see an uptick in this happening with physicians, and that's very encouraging and there are some experts in the field who are really pushing for this concept of physical activity and exercise as a vital sign. So if you go into your physician's office and he or she is, you know, taking your heart rate, your blood pressure, asking you those other types of health related questions about smoking, make sure that physical activity and exercise are also one of those questions. And I do think that that's starting to increase. I know from my, you know, anecdotally from my own personal experiences, um, visiting with my physicians, they always bring that up. So that's a, that's a positive sign. 
I love that more and more people are having those those wearable fitness trackers because you you really go into the physician with a lot more information. Um, if you can talk about your average hours of sleep, um, your average movement throughout the day, uh, that type of thing. And I also know that physicians are are making a push, at least in research, really looking at those those wearable fitness trackers to inform um, epidemiology and just their clients' health records, um, the electronic health records. We can glean some data from using those trackers on people. And it's it's really starting to, to show up and, and help in the mm. research. Good, good. All good. I know you are super busy. I just really have one final question for you. And I want to kind of get back to this idea of of hiring a certified fitness professional because that that really seems to be so essential. And, and you're just going to get the most current uh, information and the most current training. But I want to make sure that everybody understands that that you need to be goal oriented in this too. And so how how do you recommend that we evaluate the success of our own goals when we're working with a fitness professional? So great question. There's a lot to unpack there. And I think if if you are working with an exercise professional who puts you first, so client-centered approach is what I'm talking about, and you can have a kind of an in-depth, honest conversation about what your past experiences have been, what your goals are going forward, and really what you hope to get out of your time with that exercise professional, that's going to do wonders for both you and your trainer because uh, an exercise professional who can come alongside you and coach you through some behavior changes both inside and outside the gym will help you achieve your goals more efficiently than um, if you have someone who's just more of a a director just telling you what to do um, instead of really taking into account your your values and your preferences and even your strengths. Like what things are you good at and that can be incorporated into your healthy habit change? And, and if you're, if your um, exercise um, professional or instructor understands those things, they can help coach you through what best to do in certain situations. You can break down barriers, you can set goals. So part of what happens um, when exercise professionals become certified professionals is that they go through the training and the education that helps them understand how important the client is and putting the client first. And so that's one of the things that we're seeing as employers of fitness professionals are really demanding. They're starting to look for those um, accredited certifications. And I think that's also an important thing to look for in your exercise professional. Excellent. Well, happy 2020 to you, Sabrina Joe. I know you are busy. We just appreciate your, your time so much. And, and I think this will be a great year to talk about these uh, various areas on an ongoing basis. We can talk about wearable technology. That always seems to be tra- uh, changing. I do want to revisit the HIT uh, workouts with you. And I also want to talk about employing certified fitness professionals because I think that's, that's on our minds as well. But Sabrina Joe, thanks for your time. And we appreciate it. And we're going to catch up again to you soon. Yeah, this is great, Paul. I feel like it was a lightning round. So I hope... <laughs> a lightning round, yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone found it helpful. Uh, oh, they always do. Everyone responds so positively to uh, the programs that you do. And um, 
And I, I just look forward to talking to you as well. All right. Wonderful. Well, thanks for having me, Paul. My thanks as always to Sabrina Joe, the ACE Director of Science and Research Content for joining us today. Of course, my thanks to Bomba Socks for sponsoring the show. Remember, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash not old better for 20% off. And to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience, thank you. Please keep your emails coming to me with show ideas, suggestions, and comments at info at notold-better.com. Remember, let's talk about better than Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.